welcome to How to Be Me Again. This is the first episode of our How to Be Intentional experiment. I'm Kristen. I'm Maddie. And we are going to chat about how to be intentional. We had a little bit of a break there from our introduction episode, so we had some stuff going on. We actually recorded this entire episode once. <laughs> and we had some technical difficulties, and we are learning all about how to podcast. Hooray! <laughs> so we'll get there. I don't remember what we said, but it actually worked out for the best because we had stuff coming up that we wouldn't have really been able to keep going each week with it, so... I definitely don't think I would have been able to stay very intentional <laughs> with no. all that went on, which I think, you know, I realize you're going to kind of introduce what we're going to do with the topic and everything, but it is interesting to observe, like, I feel like for me, at least intentionality definitely um, hinges on how busy my life is. Like, as soon as things get busy, I really notice intentionality just like goes out the window. Absolutely. I totally agree. And I think that that's part of what, you know, we talked about in the introduction episode about kind of what was going on in our lives that kind of led us to this, this, the creation of this project that, you know, I was so stressed out and working crazy hours. And how do you fit in how to take care of yourself in that time, especially when you don't even know what that even looks like or who you are and finding the things that are going to resonate with you and that's what we're trying to figure out and I think the first step to that is figuring out how to be intentional even if we don't know what it is that we're doing just making sure you're taking that time and you're thinking a little bit before you go into an action you know in a moment even if that means that you're intentionally sitting there and playing a game on your phone or looking at Instagram or whatever it's not you're not you know, quote unquote, wasting your time, you've intentionally carved out that time to be doing that activity. You know, I think that when we were kind of thinking about what we wanted the first experiment in this whole project to be, you know, we threw a few things around like being mindful and, and those types of things. And of course, this all kind of lines up with mindfulness as well. But I just thought mindfulness in itself didn't really resonate with me very much like I don't know how to do that I don't know what that is I don't know you know it's I can't even you know make some time for myself to do the things like the projects or the chores that I need to do around the house or anything like that like I can't seem to make the time for that so how am I going to make the time to do something that I don't even understand what it really is or what it feels like you know it's almost like you you have to be intentionally mindful (laughs) like I feel like intention has to happen first in order for mindfulness to happen I think in order for anything in life to happen you have to be intentional about it in order for it to really be truly productive I think you have to to be take that second beforehand take a beat and 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 make that moment count give a purpose Mm. to that moment you know? It's really interesting to hear you say for it to be productive. And you got me thinking there because I was like, oh, it's interesting. I, I like, is it that like we want all of these things to like, does intentionality have to become productive? But I kind of think it does because it's, it's not productive in terms of the word of like getting stuff done which I feel like that's what we use productive for that's why it triggered for me I was like oh you know like do we want it to be productive but I think it's about our time 
being productive in that it's like serving us. Like, yeah. I think that's another way of saying it, right? It's and like our time exactly is serving I mean. us. Because in my mind, being productive is if you've set out to do something and you do it, then you've accomplished it and you've mm. been productive in that moment. Yeah. But I get what you're saying where it's like, yeah, that is the trigger of, you know, oh, it doesn't have to be it that you're like getting stuff done. And yeah, it's not being intentional more. to get more done or to no. like, yeah, to fill our calendars more. It's about knowing how each moment of our time is spent and, and choosing that's the thing is it's like choosing it it's not yeah. just falling victim to the ebbs and flows of our emotions or not even that like it's being a victim to our emotion but it's kind of like again bringing intention to be like oh i'm feeling sad i'm going to give myself the time like i'm going to honor all my feelings that's what it is for me exactly. it's like bringing honor to all the experiences yeah. that we're going through well, I think that this, the reason why I wanted to start off with this is because I think this, the idea of being intentional, it taps into every other aspect of self-care and of living a more, um, uh, a more balanced life and a more, you know, mm. I'm trying to kind of struggle for words because I think every word is so loaded when we talk about everything, but it is. I do think that intentionality is where it all begins because how can you really, you know, work on physically taking care of yourself or emotionally taking care of yourself if you're not really first getting used to and be making it a habit to be intentional about your time. Yeah, and jogs don't just happen. <laughs> exactly. Like you have to make that choice for any aspect of self-care. You have to, to be intentional about it nothing has 100%. but for me it's like I'm not even in I'm not even close to being at that point and I don't even know when I am intentional what is it that you want to be intentional about and so that's my idea is that you know this first week I think in the next week you know between now and the next time that we record I think our our goal is to just just be aware and start being intentional and not really like have any set out plan of you know, goals or anything like that. But as we go through, we're going to get a little bit more and more focused on how, you know, what we want to be intentional about and those types of things. Yeah, because I think you, what you said something there about like, it's not necessarily about goals. I feel like so much to do with like, self care and, and, and like that self development world is like, we have to have a goal in mind. And it's kind of hard to put a goal around self-care in any aspect of it because it's like, I mean, short of like, you know, if people have weight loss goals or if they, but like to say, I want to be X amount happier. Like you can't, yeah. there's so much of it is unmeasurable. And yeah. I think that the intentionality, like it can't be on the macro. It's got to be on the micro. It's got to be like that moment to moment capture, like getting into the habit and like you'll hear me talk about habits so much because I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> Not that I'm very good at holding or creating them, but <laughs> the theory about them I'm really obsessed with. But it's really about like creating that habit moment to moment of like one, catching yourself in the moments where you're not being intentional, like having that awareness, like yeah. really becoming more aware of the way that you think and the patterns that you're in. And then, t like, two, taking that action to bring intentionality into that, that moment, into that activity, into whatever it is that you're doing or how you're being. That's another thing is, like, the difference between doing and being. Yeah. Um, 
so that you can like again choose something that is of of like is serving you um rather than like just just kind of falling victim again to those ebbs and flows of things that may not be like good for you exactly well and i do think you know how you said like how do you have a goal with self-care like mm. and that's exactly it i think we strive always to have these big lofty goals of you know that end up becoming something else and aren't actually taking care of ourselves like mm. in the grand scheme of things so say weight loss for example of course that is taking care of yourself yes it's part of self-care yes it's a great goal and all that kind of stuff but it's also something that is outside of like is that really serving is it gonna serve you properly in every instance right yes i think it's a goal in itself and it's something to strive towards but it's not necessarily always going to be in line with your self-care um goals or your self-care it's another word for goal i don't know purpose almost it's like yeah i know what you mean because like i mean I feel like down the track we're going to have a big chat about weight loss because you know that I have some like strong opinions on the whole concept of it. Yeah. But it, it, yeah, it's kind of like also understanding like where is this coming from? Like what's mm-hmm. what's the drive for me having this goal? Um, I know for me weight loss in the past has been a very toxic like it's come from a really toxic place. So it it hasn't really been in service of me. It hasn't been intentional at all because it's really driven by like other people's perceptions of me and like trying to make other people happy and like all of that kind of juicy goodness that we're going to get into over the course of this podcast. Um, And so despite the fact that like societally we're really like uh, praised for having such a goal like weight loss because it, it, it is praised as being us taking care of ourselves and yet there's not necessarily intention baked into it like there might be the intention to get up and go for the run in in the morning but again like like what's the purpose behind it like who who is it actually serving is it really in services of our kind of like greatest good or like our higher self like i would argue not always And that's the whole thing, I think. And I think that that's kind of part of the whole idea of this project is that it's not always, not everything is going to serve us in every moment. It's why we need to have a toolbox of different things that we can gather and get in touch with ourselves and see what it is that we actually want or need in that moment to take truly take care of ourselves and keep that balance and keep that awareness and keep that, you know, there isn't, you know, I know you and I a few weeks ago had talked to somebody that was, um, or we had a, a chat on Clubhouse with somebody who was in the self-care kind of coaching realm. And she made a comment about um, about intention specifically. And she said, oh yeah, so every morning I get up and I take a moment and I breathe and I set my intention for the day. And I mean, if you can do that, that's great. I don't know if I, I, and I get the concept of, okay, today I'm going to, you know, be productive or happy or whatever it is. Like, yeah, you can try to do that, but that just doesn't resonate with me. I don't, I can't do that for a whole day. I can't do that, you know, and I kind of think some of those goals, like a weight loss goal or a, you know, other type of goal, it's like, 
it's like you can't really use that as a good benchmark for your self-care it's it's too lofty it's too outside of it i need to start small i need to start with every single moment is intentional you know you can start each moment brand new that's something that when i was doing um a yoga every day a few months ago when i was like really stressed out i'm like i gotta do something i gotta figure something out so i did um yoga with adrian on youtube shout out um, <laughs> she one uh session that resonated so much with me was about arriving in each with each breath is it's your chance to arrive new in that moment so every that. moment you can start completely from scratch so even if your last moment was really crappy and you felt terrible okay well this breath you can try to to experience it differently you can start fresh it's like a clean slate type thing and while i'm not going to necessarily have a different intention with every single breath in my day <laughs> in theory you could you know and yeah. and i like the idea of you know what we change so much throughout the day we change so much throughout the week we change so so much throughout our lives it's not always going to be the same thing that works for us all the time. But I Again, think that's that why the toolbox is so important because you need those those tools to draw on moment to moment. Yeah. And I just wanted to reference what you were saying in terms of like the daily intention because I agree with you. For me, that doesn't resonate either. But it's interesting because I think as we spoke, as I spoke about earlier, is like I think that we need to bring it to the, to the micro, like what happens moment to moment. Yeah. At the same time, something that I find really important for me and my family is having like values that help me come, like that kind of guide my intention, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So I said to my husband, Rory, just like last week, I was watching this show and I was realizing that I grew up in a family where th the things my family have said about me or say to me or, you know, to this day are some of the most awful things that I will ever hear in, in you know, my life. And so I said to Rory that I want our one of our family values to be that we treat each other the most kindly of any people in our life like that's a, like you know we are that's most important to us and I want to like bake that into the way our family operates so that our children feel that and learn that and you know because I think and you know I don't think I'm unique in this position like families can tend to feel like they know each other so well that they can kind of say anything and we kind of lose yeah. the kindness a little bit well it's always that thing of like well I can say that about my brother but you can't <laughs> yeah exactly and like <laughs> I want to kind of flip that on its head to kind yeah. of say well, like what if we were the ones who said the kindest things about each other like yeah. what if we were our like each other's safe harbor uh, as opposed to, you know, being the ones that hold up the most harsh mirrors. Like, I think there's a way of holding up a mirror and being um, able to see in each other, in your family, like, the, like all the blemishes and, like, see the truest version of each other without it being critical. And but that's I what I want to build. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And I think it's almost like holding up that mirror and saying the best things about them despite all the blemishes and all of that. Like, if you can yes. still say all of the most amazing things and see all of the good even knowing that you've seen all of the terrible sides right like in right. acceptance of all yeah. of that you know that yeah. stuff and like so all of that to say like i said to rory that's one of the values i want to add to like our family values because we have several and 
I, I think of those as being the values that underpin my life. Like they're kind of the things that I want to come back to and I want to guide all of my actions. And in a way it's kind of intention on that macro level. It's like, how do I want to show up? But I think by having a bit of an understanding of what it looks like in the macro, then in those micro moments, I can come back and go, is this in, and like, that's obviously an example of family. Like I think we need to have personal values exactly and like what I was just gonna say yeah. I think that it's like I I love that idea and I think it's fantastic but I'm I'm curious to know how many other things you have that would just personally be for you mm. outside of the I mean I think most of the stuff for your family would also obviously apply to you as well but I'm sure that there are added ones that will oh. be specific for you right absolutely and like you know just as an example one of them is like even like kindness is obviously a thread for me because it's even just speaking kindly to myself you know and I think this is a huge thing that comes in for me at least with intentionality yeah is catching myself in those moments where I'm like being overly critical or um letting my mean girl like kind of creep in and tell me that I'm not good enough I'm not enough in some way like having the awareness in those moments, bringing the intentionality to catch those thoughts to then second intentionality is kind of like not judge myself for having those thoughts. Cause that's yeah. just like another layer. Yeah. And then having a third layer of intentionality of like choosing to do differently yeah. uh, or to think differently or whatever. So yeah, absolutely. I think that there's like family values, but then there's a whole lot of values of my own um, that, Again, it's just like in, in any moment I have these things kind of, I, I'm kind of gesturing to you like they're hovering above my head, like these kind of places I can check in with to yeah. see, is this something I need to correct or like reroute or yeah. like, am I on the path here that I want to be on? Well, and I think that's something that is going to be really interesting to see how, like what kind of plays out this week. Because like, what I want, this week is just to kind of just practice being aware, catching ourselves and becoming intentional in that moment. And what I anticipate is going to come out of it is we're going to start seeing certain patterns. And just like you spoke about where there's different layers of that intentionality where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm becoming aware and now I'm intentionally changing that. And I'm intentionally choosing something, you know, like it's, it's, it's going to be multi-layered and I think we're going to see certain things. And I think right now I want to take an approach of not being too analytical, just going into it and then, but taking stock of it all as we're doing it and seeing like, Oh, you know what? I, I caught myself so many times trying to do this and I was, I intentionally did the other thing and it made me feel so good or it actually made me feel kind of shitty or it made me feel worn out because it's exhausting having to be intentional all the time you know like whatever the things are I'm really curious to see the patterns that start emerging for us and I think next week what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about core desired feelings and a little bit about guiding that intentionality and just you know how you've been talking about your family values and and those types of things and to instead of just letting us be willy-nilly, you know, intentional about whatever's happening, like letting it come at us, um, it's a little bit of like flipping it and taking charge and, and intentionally seeking out certain feelings and certain behaviors. Um, yes. 
because well, I also think what you said too is like it's easy for me to sit here and say there's these three levels of intentionality, but no one thinks like that in the moment <laughs> to be like, which level am I on? Like, what do I need to? What intentionality do I need to bring today? Um, that just doesn't happen. Like, it's all it's all so theoretical, and I, I, that's what I think is also a big thing in the self care space is like. It's so, sometimes it can be so theoretical that when you get into those actual moments, you have no tools to kind of go like, yeah, but how do I actually change this? Like, how do I actually do differently? How do, or even, even just to get like, how do I actually notice these things that I don't like? Like, yeah. and I think that's what this week is going to be so interesting to see is just like, I mean, the fact that we're bringing intentionality to like just our awareness this yeah. week is going to be huge because it, and one thing I want to kind of like prompt us and anyone who wants to follow along and if they're doing it with us to do is like remove the judgment as best they can, like yeah. kind of come at this and just be like, ah, oh, interesting. Like yeah. something I love to say is like, if you can bring insatiable curiosity, I don't feel like judgment can exist with curiosity. Like curiosity to me is like when you say, Ooh, interesting. Yeah. As opposed to like, ugh, <laughs> you know, like, well, I don't I, think like you can't have that judgment and be curious at the same time. I think the whole idea of curiosity is that you're completely open to any possibility that's coming and any avenue could be the thing that ends up holding an answer or holding some cool information or whatever it is. You're just, it's completely open. And I don't think you can be completely open if there is that judgment there because yeah. it's already judgment is like a preconceived notion you've got an idea you've already got the yes. answer and you're ready to to jump you, on anything that isn't that answer right you've already decided like that's the thing is i think you've already you've already determined yeah. what you feel about that thing as opposed to bringing that curiosity and kind of going like ooh, tell me more like well yeah. ooh, like why like going deeper like going a level deeper that's the other thing is it's like I think curiosity not only helps to remove the judgment, it actually helps to deepen the picture, like to you know, add more depth to understand like, yeah, but why am I thinking like that? Yeah. Like, why did I do that really unintentional thing right now? Like yeah. what's driving that behavior? Yeah. Not because I want to judge it because like, I'm curious, like where yeah. did it come from? Exactly. And that's kind of what I'm, I'm hoping will be an interesting thing to see like like what you know the the patterns of behavior that i tend towards now and when i start being intentional about making a choice rather than just going with it i'm curious to see what choices i do end up making and and yeah just kind of having that awareness and seeing oh that's how I spend my time like wow when I'm not playing on my phone mindlessly for hours at a time I really get a lot of stuff done <laughs> like, wow or it could end up being like oh interesting that time I spent playing on my phone made me feel xyz like exactly it, again or, don't judge it yet yeah. <laughs> curious or that when I intentionally do it, I get more out of it than when I mindlessly am playing on my phone for three hours. If I like intentionally am like, oh, okay, I've got an hour. I'm going to just totally zone out and mindlessly do this. It could actually be much more satisfying than when I, when I don't go into it intentionally. Right. Because well, it moves from being an escape to being an action, you know, yes. like it's like, I really like that. And it's interesting you say that about like even having a time frame around things. We've been doing this um, this new 
thing with our kids, with my eldest child, um, who's just turned three. And she she's good. She's starting to maybe have what some people would call tantrums. I don't like to call them tantrums. I call them big feelings. <laughs> but because that's all they are. This is the thing. Yeah. We Again, tan- the word tantrum is a judgment in and of itself, you know. Yeah. But she has big feelings about things because she doesn't really know how to handle her emotions yet, right? Yeah. And so when we anticipate that she's going to have a big feeling about something because we've got to, like, leave a place that she's really enjoying, like the park or something, we've started doing this new thing where we will put a timer on our phone and I'll say, we've got one minute left at the park. Go have the best amount of fun. Like, get the most out of that minute. And it is amazing. I learned this through... Um, a business called Big Little Feelings, which is an Instagram profile and I have a course. And if you're a parent, please go and follow them because they're amazing. If you're not a parent, also go and follow them because you'll learn so much about yourself. No, but like, I could use these stuff. You should. It's just, they're just fantastic. Um, but they had, so they taught this technique and it is amazing to see how much better she's able to uh, moderate her emotions when she's got a time limit like when she knows it's coming to an end when it comes to an end abruptly and she wasn't expecting it no wonder yeah. she has these big feelings and all of us do like yeah when something we enjoy is just like cut you know pulled out from under us we're all disappointed but yeah. when we're like 60 seconds and then she sees the clock is ended and she's like really squeezed every bit of excitement out of those final 60 seconds yeah she walks away oftentimes still a little disappointed because of course she was having fun and it's different yeah but she understands, like she processes it differently. Yeah. That's been so insightful as an adult. Like even just talking about the phone thing, I think you by setting a 60 minute time frame, and you, because you're coming to it mindfully, yeah. you, you kind of, you do it differently. Like you kind of squeeze more out of it. You really like soak into the experience of it as opposed to like mindlessly like, oh, I'm escaping, I'm escaping. You're not actually fully there when you're escaping you're kind of like half judging yourself in the back of your mind like oh I shouldn't be doing this but I'm going to keep doing it I feel so good and does that make sense yeah and it gets to that point where you're like okay I did this way too long now I've wasted the whole evening all the judgment comes in right and Mm -hmm. it what it didn't end up being an escape it ended up just being a way to pass time that didn't really give you anything one way or another you know yeah exactly and then like because yeah if you did it with intention and you like set i'm gonna do an hour and you do that hour you don't look back on that time being like i wasted the evening you look back on it being like oh yeah that's what i did the other because that's the other thing i often feel that when we're, when i do escape behavior if you ask me what i did that night i often can't remember because yeah. i've like i've tried to forget like i'm trying to like put it in totally. the back of my mind yeah. as opposed to like when you planned it you're like oh yeah tuesday night i was playing my computer game that i love and, oh, yeah. God, I, and I like got past this level I've been wanting to get past for ages or you know whatever it is yeah I feel like you actually even record it as a memory because it's no longer shame filled yeah it's no longer shameful that's so true and I think that that's exactly kind of what I was talking about in the beginning that idea of being productive where you've set out to do something and you did it and you accomplished it like to me that's productivity where Mm. I set out to do something I did that thing there was like a clear beginning middle and you feel good about it I achieved it done you know but I feel like when I have those that escape that escape behavior it's you don't have any of that because all you're doing is just running away from everything else because you just don't really know what else to do 
So you're like, okay, I'm just not going to think about it. It's all just a bit too much instead of, yeah. And then, yeah, you don't talk about it afterwards. It's exactly like the amount of times I've done that where, especially when I use excuses like, but I'm tired from work or I'm this, or I'm that. Like, I think I was thinking about it earlier today, the amount of times the amount of excuses that I've used for not doing things where there's not enough time in the day and there's Mm -hmm. not enough this, or it's, I'm overwhelmed from this. Like just looking for any excuse to not do the things that I know are going to make me feel better. Like, I don't know why I do that. I mean, I think a, a lot of it is, it's just so overwhelming to think like, what if I actually did achieve that? Like, you know, what, then you don't really have any excuse. It's almost that like holding yourself back. I think I'm going on a bit of a different tangent here, but. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. And that's like, I love what you have because I feel like we need to put a pin in this to bring up as like a whole episode and of itself or even yeah. an experiment in the future. Um, yeah, it's like, cause that's the thing too, when you were saying about like, when we're escaping, we're not really escaping. <laughs> like, no. You know, when we don't actually get out of the situation, it's this whole thing about, if you imagine like a point that you're attached to by like, and it's this whole concept of like running away versus running toward. So when we're running away from something, like if we're, if there's a peg in the ground, we kind of have this big elastic band attached to us and we might feel like we're getting away from it. But as soon as we stop paying attention to the getting away behavior, we actually just get slingshot back. And so like whenever we're in escape behavior, we'll often be trying to escape a feeling. So we might be like feeling shameful about something or embarrassed or something like that and so we're trying to escape that and so we think if we're not thinking about it it's going to go away but it's not true because and if you're anything like me I'll do escape behavior and then as soon as I lay down and close my eyes to try and go to sleep all of a sudden my head goes you know my brain is racing with all the thoughts that I denied through the day (laughs) yeah exactly but whereas opposed to if you do moving toward behavior you've got two pegs in the ground one's point a one's point b and you don't have that elastic band anymore it's really just about i'm moving toward a different point like i have an end goal when you're doing the moving away there's no end goal it's just you like kind of flailing going like get me out of here get me out of here and that's why the elastic band is attached so I think that intention helps us to, to set a point B and remove the elastic band and go like, I'm going over here. Like that's yeah. where I'm headed as opposed to I'm trying to get away from that thing that's making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, I think that's so true. I love that analogy so much. Cause I think that's exactly, that's exactly it. And when I get stressed out and when I'm in that low point, that's all I'm doing is just like anything that takes me, lets me escape from that feeling even Mm. though I'm not aware of it at the time I'm just doing anything and just flailing like you're drowning like you're trying to just stay afloat yeah and you don't know how to do it at all and you just end up doing the dumbest things where you're like that's not how you swim like that you know like if you just (laughs) like it's like someone flailing around you know in those like joke kind of things someone flailing around in the water and they the lifeguard walks up and is like just stand up it's not even that deep here like Mm you just you lose all that mentality you don't even think logically about what the next thing is and i do think that that first step to even figuring out all of this is just being intentional being aware and being intentional yes and creating that point b 
Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and like, I, I, that's why I'm excited about this week. Just, and again, I just want to reiterate to everyone and a reminder to, to, to me more than anyone <laughs> is that we need to not judge what we discover because that's the whole, like, I, if we can lean into this idea that anything that's going to come up is just of interest and is just fodder for us to use in, in our kind of endeavor to build tools, to bring intentionality, like, that's only going to help us right and but also to realize we're not going to be perfect and that we are going to judge ourselves and then that offers new opportunities for curiosity as well (laughs) so yeah i think definitely um this week for me it's yeah no judgment zone but also for me i think it's going to be important to not overthink it Mm. to just kind of let it happen but take a little bit of control over it like a little bit of intentionality a little bit of you know, not delving in too deep yet, just getting into the habit of being intentional and seeing what comes of it. And definitely like no judgment, no, not too much analysis, but kind of, you know, making some notes and making, you know, seeing the patterns that that pop up and seeing all of that stuff. I think that's going to be, that's going to be really interesting. Well, I'm looking forward to next week's episode to see how we all do. And if you guys want to follow along, if you guys want to um, leave us comments or anything like that, we've got uh, our Instagram account is how to be me again. Um, what else do we have? We don't really have anything else at this point. We're keeping it simple. <laughs> We're keeping it super simple. But yeah, yeah, come over and like, just, I don't know, drop us a DM even and uh, tell us, if you're in, in on the experiment, even what you've uh, observed, because that's the biggest thing that's going to be of interest. And we're, we're going to be sharing our, our observations next week. Um, yeah. So I like what you said too, because like, we're only human. We're not, I'm not, I'm not doing a like, Oh, I realized something. Let's jot that down. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be very much a record to memory type situation for me too. Yeah. So bring on next week. Yes. Awesome. Thanks, guys. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.